welcome to Underground Magnolia Podcast with me, the one and only Desiree Balto in the whole wide world. You are listening to the sounds of Jazz Addicts intro by Cosimo Fogg. As promised in my last podcast with Houston-based quote trauma psychiatrist Dr. Alana Curry, I will review the HBO Max show, I May Destroy You, a bold comedy drama starring Black Brits by way of Ghana that deals with the complex trauma of sexual consent, dating, and friendship. Additionally, in my celebrity throwback segment, a recount of my interview with Iyanla Van Zant long before her popular show, Iyanla Fix My Life. I'll be back after this short music break with my review of I May Destroy You. is a show on HBO Max that is worth taking a look at. It's a wonderful, bold series you can power watch in one sitting. That's right, all 12 episodes. I was and still am riveted by the messages and the millennials portrayed in this complex comedy drama. Set in London, the series is about a brilliant but distracted young Black British woman by way of Ghana named Arabella who has a budding writing career that she pays little attention to. The reason? Her constant partying and trips to Italy to visit her boyfriend. But one night of partying sends her life spiraling out of control when she is drugged and has scant memories of what happened. When flashbacks become more obvious that she was raped, she sets out to rebuild her life by re-examining her choices. I May Destroy You stars Michaela Cole, who is a creator, producer, and writer of the series. She is best known for doing the same honors on the 2015 British series Chewing Gum about a 24-year-old virgin looking for a boyfriend. Chewing Gum, which eventually landed on Netflix, earned Michaela British Academy of Film and Television Arts Awards for Best Female Comedy Performance and Breakthrough Talent for writing the show. And just so you know, the British Academy of Film and Television Arts is the equivalent to the United States' Emmys and the Oscars. Now, I May Destroy You is extraordinarily complex. As both a comedy and drama, which I keep putting in there because the show is so funny, but it's still a drama. It makes you laugh. It makes you think. It makes you go, wow. And it's really interesting how Michaela was able to get those dynamics into this show and really, really make it work. So this is not a down and out, oh my God, I got to sit here. It's not a documentary. (laughs) It is, it's real life. You know, it's told in a real life way that we have all these different things going on in our lives. And you know, everything's not sad. Everything's not funny. You know, we have a a uh, microcosm of what's going on. And that's what is going on in this show. So the show is able to make you laugh and think definitely at the same time. It not only addresses sexual consent, but brings up questions about the people we call our friends in a witty and shocking way. It explores the questions of not only how much are we responsible for our actions, but also how much should our friends be at fault for what also happens to us. 
the phrase birds of a feather flock together, you know, many times we kind of fluff those off. Oh, whatever, you know, I can have whoever I want to have as a friend. That this show really questions, is that girl that you've been hanging out with for 10 years, does she really have your back? Is that man, is that boy that you thought was your buddy who had your back? Does he really? So again, it's about examining the friends that we have. Are these people really our friends? Do they really have our best interests at heart? There are no quick and fast answers. It's an examination. The show also shines a spotlight on a generation of Black Brits born in England to Ghanaian parents and dealing with how they cope with dreams, fears, racism, and cultural differences. There's also a subplot about how many gay Ghanaians have to hide their orientation or risk being ostracized by their West African community that frowns on anyone being gay. And we've all heard the stories about various African nations and their very draconian laws. So this is explored, which is uh, very interesting. Now, for American audiences, it may take a little effort to get used to the British euphemisms and sometimes heavy accents. But don't give up. Turn on your closed captions and watch. So I was sitting there watching the show and I'm like, what the heck are they talking about? So I had to turn on my closed captions. And my husband is Nigerian and he has been to school in London. And so and he has a lot of uh, friends in London And so I kind of picked up through him, I kind of picked up some of the things that they were talking about. But some of the accents do get a little because there's like British and then they're throwing in the, you know, what they've learned from their Ghanaian parents. And so it's so it's so it's very interesting. But don't tune out. I'm telling you, do not tune out because you may not be able to understand what they're saying. Turn on those closed captions and listen and watch it. Watch it for the wonderful British African cast members. Watch it for the commentary on sexual consent. Watch it if you want to be inspired. Just watch it. Enjoy. Enjoy it. Get angry and emboldened. Just watch the show. Again, I May Destroy You is on HBO Max, and you can binge the whole season now. And I'm telling you, you will want to binge it from the first episode to find out what's going on. Again, I May Destroy You is on HBO Max and you can binge the whole first season now. So I implore you, yes, I'm begging you, watch this show and give it the attention that it definitely deserves. If you want diverse characters, you've got diverse characters. A whole world is opening up to people about West Africans, London, all that that entails. So please check it out. Check out again, I May Destroy You on HBO Max. After this short music break, I will be back with my celebrity throwback on Iyanla Thanzant. I 
interviewed Iyama Van Zandt for a radio show I worked for at the time. When I received the assignment, I was a bit intimidated by this black woman who was so vocal about her struggles and how she sought to change her life. Only a few years out of college, I was on raise to discuss such personal issues. And especially as black people, we're supposed to hide our, quote, dirty laundry. So it would be a challenge for me to interview Iyama. Of course, this was long before the widely popular and wildly popular own network show, Iyanla Fix My Life. My interview was at the beginning of her career as a self-help author. She had already written one of her first best-selling books, Acts of Faith, Meditations for People of Color. And I was interviewing her during the release of, in the meantime, Fighting Yourself and the Love You Want, another bestseller. She was just like the show is now, confrontational, very open, self-critical, and self-rewarding. We delved into her life growing up in the projects being on welfare and sexually abused and what it took for her to become a writer, a healer, an educator. Did I know back then that she would be the woman that she is today? Well, one can never tell what the future will hold. But I'm definitely not surprised how she overcame her traumatic experiences and is now helping others. Now, some may criticize Iyanla for dealing in trauma or misery porn when it comes to Black people in particular. But on the other hand, as Black people, we have to deal with so much on top of personal trials that if we need help, then we should ask for it. But some are asking, does it have to be broadcasted? Well, people are watching the show and it's very popular. Never be afraid to have a better life. And again, seek help if you can't figure it out on your own. So check out Iyanla's many best-selling books sold everywhere that sells books. And her Iyanla Fix My Life on the OWN Network. You can also find her all over the internet, all over social media. I will have her links at my site, which is undergroundmagnolia.com. Just select this podcast at my website, which will be easy to find, and boom, there you go. Again, undergroundmagnolia.com to get all of Iyanla's links. Meanwhile, my opening and closing music was Is Jazz Addict's intro by Cosimo Fogg. Other music included Coffee Shop by PYC Music, Miyazaki's House by Schematist, as well as Vintage Memories, also by Schematist. And... Links to all music and content mentioned are at undergroundmagnolia.com. Just click on this episode and voila, all info will be there. Email me anything at contact at undergroundmagnolia.com. Follow me on Twitter at UMPodcastDV. That's UMPodcastDV. Till next time, this is Desiree Balto, the only Desiree Balto on the planet for Underground Magnolia Podcast. And